0: Hello, this podcast is meant to pair with Miss Williams Chapter 17, Part 2 Notes, Wilson and World War One. The lead up to World War One is a story about peace. Between eighteen sixteen and nineteen fourteen, there had been no large scale conflict in Western Europe or any place else in the world. For almost 100 years, there was, if not total peace, then no conflict so large that it couldn't be solved quickly. However, in Europe, during this peaceful time, many alliances had been set up between different countries. For example, Germany, Austria, Hungary, Turkey had all aligned themselves together while Britain, France had aligned themselves together along with Russia. So there was a setup where if one country was attacked, then the other one would need to jump to their defense. This alliance system is really the undoing of Europe. It is one of the reasons why the war happens at all. Now, while this alliance system is being set up in the United States, a new president has been elected in 1912. President Woodrow Wilson. He was a promoter of democracy. He believed that if there was peace globally and democracy globally, that there would be peace and stability and prosperity in the United States. So he had an attitude of the United States should be involved in world affairs because having peace on on a global scale could do nothing but help the United States. So his presidency is occurring and starts just two years before the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria-Hungary. Now, Ferdinand is a minor political figure. The modern-day equivalent of someone like him would be the assistant secretary of the Navy in the United States. It's a minor role, but still affords somebody respect and a title and attention. The problem is that Archduke Ferdinand and his wife Sophie pick a day in June of 1914 to tour the capital of Serbia, which is Sarajevo, on a day when the Serbians usually celebrate a national holiday. So there was conflict between the Archduke and his tour in Sarajevo and this holiday celebration which brings in a group known as the Black Hand. The Black Hand is a large organization inside Serbia. They are everywhere. It's a secret organization, but everybody knows it's a well-known secret. And the idea is that this Archduke coming to Sarajevo on this national holiday was a huge insult And so the Black Hand decides to assassinate him. And that will make a statement to Austria-Hungary, you can't come into Serbia and show off in front of us and not expect retaliation. The assassination of the Archduke is perpetuated by seven different members of the Black Hand. The first attempt of throwing a bomb into the car is unsuccessful. And it is on the way out of town that the young assassin, Gavrio Princip, steps out of a sandwich shop on the corner where the Archduke and his wife's car is waiting for the beginning of the motorcade to make a correct turn that they had missed. The Archduke and his wife each sustain one gunshot wound, the Archduke in the neck his wife Sophie, in the stomach, and both of them die as a result of their injuries. Now, the death of this Archduke should have been a minor event. The problem comes in with a lot of the posturing and alliances that end up causing a major fight. Once Russia says it will back up Serbia when Austria says it will declare war if they don't hand over the assassins, it starts a domino effect of Austria-Hungary declares war on Serbia, and then Russia declares war on Austria-Hungary, and then all of their allies get in the mix. And the reason why it's called the Great War or a World War is because once these countries declare war on each other, It not just those countries that are involved in the conflict it's also all of their colonies so in effect having these alliance systems with all of their colonies in place guarantees a large scale global conflict now the united states has no allies in this fight the united states And President Wilson specifically are claiming that the United States will not get involved and is not involved. That the United States will remain neutral. Because that's what Wilson was being pressured to do by Congress and by many people in the United States. The idea was we shouldn't get involved in this fight because it's not our fight. However, on the backside of that statement, it's a proven fact that the United States was sending supplies to Great Britain, that the United States was helping the British because they had a very strong vested interest in making sure the British are successful in this conflict because a lot of our trade comes from the British. The United States doesn't get directly involved in the war until almost two years after it starts. Um, And that involvement comes in a multi-step process. So the first event that occurs is in March of 1916, when a German U-boat sinks a passenger vessel, the Lusitania, which was several miles off the coast of Great Britain when it is sunk. The Lusitania has only 128 Americans on the ship itself, but that was provocative. These people were civilians. They were not military in nature. Um, The Lusitania, the Germans claimed, was shipping supplies to the British, specifically war weapons, Uh, It is likely that they did have some in the hold because that was typical. However, a lot of that stuff was in its most raw form, meaning that it was um, gunpowder that was kept separate from everything else so that it was not easily ignited. The sinking of the Lusitania is extremely provocative. However, President Wilson is still reluctant to get involved in the conflict. So he signs what's known as the Sussex Pledge in 1916, just a few months after the attack. The Germans agree that they won't attack without warning. So in the case of the Lusitania, this attack comes without any, any alert to the ship itself whatsoever. So the Germans agree, okay, we won't attack unless we tell them we're going to attack first. And the United States, along with President Wilson, believes, okay, this is enough to keep peace. The next event that occurs later in 1916 is known as the Zimmerman telegram. This telegram is not verified, meaning that the information in it was given to the United States by the British but there was no other confirmation of its contents. The British claim that the Germans sent a telegram to Mexico that if Mexico would attack the United States, that when the Germans won the war, that Mexico would get back Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, which they had lost just about 20 years earlier in the Spanish-American War. There is much speculation that this Zimmerman telegram most likely was a rumor perpetuated by the British to try and provoke the United States into getting involved in the war. And it works. The Zimmerman telegram trying to get Mexico to attack the U S along with the sinking of the Lusitania and the continuation of the war are provocative enough that by April of 1917, The U.S. declares war on Germany, partly because it refuses to honor the Sussex Pledge and partly because of the idea that it was trying to encourage Mexico to attack the United States. The war has been going on for three years at this time. So when the United States declares war on Germany, the European powers and their colonies are already having a massive problem that problem is a stalemate when the united states joins the effort it's likely that the germans and their side are going to lose but so far there's been no talk of giving up or surrendering the british and the french have a good supply line happening They're still taking in a ton of resources and supplies from their colonies, and they are a strong opponent. It's possible that even if the United States had not gotten involved, that the British and the French side would have won anyway. However, there's something else going on that I will talk about separately that forces Russia and its troops to withdraw from the war before it is over. So 1917 was a was a busy year in the war itself because even though there was a stalemate in place, the sides are changing. So the United States is joining the war and Russia is withdrawing from the war. And so this global conflict, although a lot of the talk of it is around what happens inside Europe on the Western Front is also happening on a global scale. So there's conflicts happening in India, there's conflicts happening in African colonies, there's conflicts globally that have an impact on the war itself and the supplies that can be gained from the colonies. So there's a lot going on in World War One, but most of it centers around resources and trade. World War One isn't so much about this act that creates a domino effect, but this fight over the money and power in play because of imperialism. ¶¶